Davis Financial Advisors is a branch office of and securities offered through Independent Financial Group, member FINRA and SIPC. Sean Davis is a registered representative of Independent Financial Group. The interpretation and organization of these ideas are the confidential thoughts of Sean Davis and do not necessarily represent the opinions of IFG Incorporated. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value or liquidity, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment strategy will be profitable. And now, Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, independent investment services for pursuing your investment goals. Here's your host, Sean Davis. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Uncommon Investments and Resources presented by Davis Financial Advisors, and I happen to be your humble host. My name is Sean Davis. I'm going to be your host for the next hour as we discuss the Uncommon the less widely known investments available in the investment world today. And today, today, 2015, end of the year, it's all going to be about taxes. Specifically, we're going to discuss strategies on how to reduce your overall tax burden. Make it lower. Make it smaller, Sean, if you can. I, I want to pay less tax. Well, this is going to be your show. Before I begin, though, let me just say that my firm does not give specific tax advice. Please consult with your own tax professional before making any investment decisions that have onerous tax consequences. That said, you know, it's the end of the year, October 2015, and uh, this is the time to be thinking about your tax liability. Unbeknownst to you, there are things that you could do, strategies, investments maybe, that you might be able to take advantage of that could help with your overall tax burden. Today, I'm going to drill down deep into these types of investments and or strategies to see if I can't help you mitigate some of that tax liability. Nobody wants to pay more than their fair share of tax. All right, so let's get into it. My experience in working with thousands of families indicates that most could substantially reduce the amount of income taxes that they pay simply by adopting a sound reduction plan. There are legitimate ways to lessen your tax burden, which frees more of your money yeah, I'm talking to you. More of your money, more of your money going to work means that you can build wealth faster, etc., and um, you can be using it for any purpose you choose. So the sad fact is that the IRS will never tell you about a tax deduction you didn't claim. Discovering legitimate deductions is up to you. Every strategy that I've explained today, and I've got in our latest white paper, I've got a brand new one about tax strategies for you. Everything I've explained in this show and in that white paper will reduce your taxes honestly legitimately, and uh, with the full approval and blessing of the IRS, because this is all part of the tax code. So as you listen today, you may recognize tax savings that you failed to claim when filing prior tax returns. Don't worry. You can go back, amend prior tax returns if you needed to, and claim a tax refund. Amended tax returns must be filed within three years from the date you filed your original return or within two years from the time you paid your tax, whichever is later. Our tax system is indeed very complex. The tax laws are changing all the time. The Internal Revenue Code, the Federal Tax Authoritative Guide, is a thick book with over 1.3 million words. Albert Einstein was quoted as saying, the hardest thing in the world to understand is the income tax. Generally, though, there are two principles to reducing your taxes. Make money you spend tax deductible as you spend it, or use the power of retirement plans and investment tax shelters. Numerous strategies are identified within this show and within our white paper that can potentially help you use a strategy to reduce your tax. It's important to realize that tax planning is a year-round thing. 
year-round activity. So as we head into the second half of 2014, with a tax mindset, you might be able to make a dent this year in your liability. So tax strategies versus loopholes versus tax cheating. So in pursuing lower income taxes, it's never necessary to resort to tax cheating or tax loopholes. That's not what we're going to be talking about today, or even to question the legality of the tax system. There is a big difference between cheating, loopholes, and strategies. This show and our report is about tax strategies, not loopholes or the gray areas of tax law. It's not about tax tricks, tax avoidance, or red flags to get you audited. Tax strategies are positive legal uses of the tax law to reduce your income taxes. Tax strategies are actions you can take that automatically and legally qualify you for additional deductions. These deductions are IRS approved. Each and every one could be money in your pocket. Some tax strategies are straightforward and obvious. Others, not so much. They're legal. It's just not as easy to understand or use. Now, you might be asking, why is this important to me? Here's why. Number one, I don't think anybody wants to pay more taxes than they could or should. Number two, you've got to think about lost opportunity cost. If you can recover taxes that you would have paid, not only do you get that money back, but you get what that money could earn you over your lifetime. And that's a real value. Lost opportunity cost on taxes is a huge liability. It's like a big snowball rolling downhill that gets bigger and bigger. So we're going to try to help you with that. This show is dedicated to educating on some things that you might be able to do today to hopefully recover some of that uh, tax revenue that you've been paying. So strategy number one, if taxes are higher later, consider converting as much as possible from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. The tax today could be lower than the one in the future. Now, technically, a Roth isn't an investment. It's a type of IRA account. However, a Roth IRA can help protect you in the future from taxes. Remember, it's not a matter of if the tax, but when the tax. The tax is not going to be avoided. And if you're like me, it's likely to be higher later. That puts more pressure on paying the lower possible tax today. In other words, if you could pay $0.35 today, but later it's $0.50, wouldn't you want to pay the tax today instead of later when it's $0.50, right? So almost everyone that I speak with expects taxes to go up substantially in the future. So if we could see a tax window or see into the future and understand what your situation might be five or ten years down the road, then the Roth could be your answer. The Roth is a strategic investment that allows you to accumulate wealth in a tax-deferred account. From 2010 moving forward, everyone can convert traditional funds to a Roth IRA regardless of their income. Some of you uh, high-income earners may not think a Roth is available to you. Not true. You can get into a Roth through conversion. So my point is, you know, part of thinking about taxes is thinking about your liability today versus what it could be in the future. And if it could be higher in the future, what can you do today to help? Well, we think a Roth IRA is one strategy for that. Strategy number two, if you're going to take some investment money off the table, you know, right now, the market's at all-time highs. So if you wanted to pare down some of your holdings, take some money off the table, you could sell winners against losers in your after-tax accounts. In after-tax accounts, you may feel a bit chagrined to sell something now that it has significant gains and creates an adverse tax impact. This is understandable. However, in the simplest of forms, how does the opposite of the strategy work? Does it make sense to lose money, <laughs> wait, lose money, and then the tax is going to be lower because you've lost less gains or you have less gains? The loss is dollar for dollar, and the tax benefit is muted by your bracket. So in other words, it doesn't make sense to me to lose a dollar trying to avoid paying $0.35 cents in tax. Here's what you need to do. Take a look at your investments, anything that you have substantial gains on, look at anything else that you might have some losses on, and try to equal it out. Sell your winners against your losers, and that way you pay very little tax to restructure your portfolio. 
All right, I'm going to get into more strategies in a few minutes, but I've got a new, brand new white paper. If you're tired of paying too much tax, this is for you. It's a Davis Financial Advisors white paper. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. This is yours, 22 pages, but you got to call me at 800-682-2806. I'm also going to throw in nine essential strategies of the truly wealthy, an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. Both of these white papers, one's an, actually an investor guide and the other one's a white paper, both of them are yours if you call me at 800-682-2806. Again, if you're tired of paying too much tax, here's some strategies in here for you, 800-682-2806. Up next, after the break, I'm going to talk about an investment that gets you a deduction for making the investment. Energy. Invest in energy, get a tax deduction. That and more. My name's Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. From one taxpayer to another, here's a question. Do you think that our government is utilizing taxes paid in a reasonable, prudent way for the benefit of all? We've all heard some story related to the government paying 5 k for a wrench. But you might agree there's a lot of waste and excess going on. It seems to never end. And that's a bit unnerving, to say the least. Here's the point. There is absolutely something to be said for paying your fair share of taxes. But beyond that, who wants to give the Treasury and the IRS more than they have to? If you would like to know about some legitimate and creative ways to reduce your tax burden now and in the future, then give Davis Financial Advisors a call to receive the latest in Investor's Guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. Get a second opinion. Call now, 1-800-682-2806. Again, that is 1-800-682-2806. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, your retirement accounts, your investments, all things financial, of course, all things uncommon, as always. And let me let me just say something right now. If you are upset at your general tax liability, if you think you pay more than your fair share and you're looking for strategies, tax strategies to help you mitigate some of your uh, liability, then I've got an answer for you. But you've got to do one thing. This is your money. You're paying for the lessons. You've got to be proactive. Here's a telephone number that you can call right now, and I'm going to give you my latest investor's guide. The number is 800-682-2806. I'm going to give you an investor's guide. If you call now, are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. I'm going to give you that. 22 pages. All you got to do is phone 800-682-2806. I'm also going to give you a white paper. Nine essential strategies of the truly wealthy. It's an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. Both are yours if you phone 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Um, Helps us get a snapshot of what you're doing right now. And then we'll send this information out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. All right. So I'm going to jump around a little bit in this uh, next one. I'm going to go to strategy number six because it's going to take a little while to properly frame and explain. So that strategy, And then we'll come back to the other ones a little later. Strategy number six, consider investing in oil and gas investments with a tax deduction benefit. Uh, this is going to be one that you may or may not have heard of. According to the website www.energytaxfacts.com, some – Oil and gas drilling investments can provide a tax deduction. Intangible drilling costs, IDCs, represent all expenses an operator may incur at the well site that don't by themselves produce a physical asset for the producer. In the oil and natural gas business, those costs include things like labor, site preparation, renting drilling rigs, costs that have no salvage value after they're spent. 
Now, because we're talking about something that has tax implications, I wanted to bless this. I wanted to I want to make sure I was giving out accurate information. So I called our friend, somebody that I've interviewed in the past, Mr. Sharif Bakhtar, who is a local in Roseville, California, CPA. And I wanted to pick his brain on this idea of oil and gas investing for potentially getting a tax deduction. Sharif is a certified public accountant with over two decades of experience in tax consulting and advisory services. As founding principal of PSG Certified Public Accountants, you can look him up, PSG Certified Public Accountants, Sharif has spent the past 10 years providing guidance to a wide range of high net worth individuals and business owners. His knowledge and experience extends to complicated tax issues, which is why I wanted to talk to him, that include real estate transactions, choice of entity classifications, appellate matters before the IRS, Franchise Tax Board, and the Board of Equalization. So, Sharif, I got a question for you. So, tell us about oil and gas as it relates to the benefits of getting a tax deduction. If it's late in the year, you got a business owner, a highly compensated exec, or a family that's just concerned about their uh, tax situation, or maybe a high net worth individual that's got RMD issues. Maybe they don't want to pay taxes on their required minimum distribution. Um, How does oil and gas work, and can it help? Yeah, you know, um, oil and gas is kind of unique because, you know, some of these, I guess for, you know, people refer to them as loopholes or some of the really tax-advantaged investments. Um, really, ha- Congress drafted the laws that allow for this, and whether it's lobbyists or whatever is the case, they're out there. For the most part, if you're a business owner and you're investing in a large asset, um, let's say a, a piece of equipment or, or a building, um, the tax laws require that you depreciate and recover your cost over specific statutory periods, which is, you know, predefined number of years in order for you to write it off. For a commercial building, it's 39 years. Um, oil and gas have specific statutory provisions. The law allows for you, if you have what's referred to as a working interest in oil and gas, to write nearly 80% of the cost off in the first year. So, you know, if you spend $100,000, and again, you don't want to do this solely for the tax benefit. You want to do this because the investment makes sense. And on top of it, you're getting a tax benefit. That's a beautiful thing. So you could spend $100,000 or invest $100,000, and you write off 80000 So if you're in, a, let's say, 40% bracket, that's a $32,000 savings. So now the 100000 that you put in really only cost you about $68,000 of cash outflow. So that's the idea of discounted dollars. And in fact, you're using money that you would normally have paid tax on to make an investment. Now, um, from what I understand, that would apply to anybody looking to avoid some sort of a of a tax situation. And uh, please understand that this isn't an offer to make an investment. We're not trying to solicit uh, investments for energy. Energy is very complex. Um, it involves risks. You can lose money. Uh, you can actually lose all your money. And obviously, with it, what energy has done in the last year or so, um, you can see that it's a volatile type of investment. But we wanted to go straight to a CPA or an accountant to talk about the legal aspects of using energy to help mitigate your tax situation. So thank you very much, Sharif, for giving us that succinct explanation. And if you're interested, you can uh, uh, visit with Sharif at PSG Accountants in Roseville. And obviously, these types of investments, I would strongly encourage you to seek the advice of a financial advisor that knows your situation uh, very well so that you can discuss whether or not something like this might be appropriate for you and your situation. But isn't it nice to know? I mean, I'm a guy that believes that financial advisors should bring you knowledge, information, and resources you can't easily come by on your own. So isn't it nice to know that there are options out there and you've still got time? 
You've got between now and the end of the year to consider a strategy like this. So if you're feeling tax pinched, you better hurry. All right, moving on. Strategy number three, invest with an eye toward tax-advantaged income. Tax-advantaged income will be more critical than ever in the coming years. This is what I believe. See, if taxes go up substantially in the future, this would put a lot more pressure on creating income that has some tax advantage or shelter. Unfortunately, there is a limited number of these types of investments. It becomes particularly important to pay attention to the tax effects of your investments if you're investing outside of an IRA. We feel a very diversified income portfolio should be biased towards investments with tax-advantaged income. You're probably aware that tax-exempt municipal bonds fall into this category, but you may not be aware that real estate, energy investments, which I just told you, and equipment leasing funds can also provide tax-advantaged income. Most investment real estate enjoys some measure of depreciation that flows through to investors to create a tax-advantaged income. Depreciation tax advantages have been around for decades, and they also extend to equipment. In the energy world, there's something called a depletion allowance that works similarly to to depreciation in that it helps to produce tax advantage income for you. Like most investments, though, nothing is guaranteed. The income is not guaranteed, and a return of your principal investment is not guaranteed. Please consult with your own tax advisor or professional to have them explain depreciation and depletion allowances to see if those types of investments might benefit you. Our firm does not provide legal or tax advice. Strategy number four, reduce your turnover ratio. Why it matters and why you should care. How often your fund manager buys and sells in your portfolio can have a great tax impact on you. Should they buy stocks and hold on to them? Should they trade frequently depending on the opportunities that the market throws at them? Uh, Is active management the road to riches or is a passive approach the road to wealth? Or does it matter? Well, each buy and sell transaction in the stock market involves a brokerage cost. This brokerage cost has to be borne by the fund, which in then turn passes it on to you, the investor. So investors have to pay attention to trading that's carried out on their behalf. Now, trading can affect you in two different ways. Number one, if the fund has a high turnover ratio, it means it has a higher expense, which means you're going to get a lesser return potentially because of that expense. Secondarily, a high turnover ratio means a higher probability of short-term capital gains if you have some winners, and short-term capital gains are taxed at ordinary income rates versus long-term capital gains tax is preferenced. So how does one know how much the mutual fund manager is trading? The answer to that question is provided by turnover ratio. The turnover ratio represents the percentage of a fund's holdings that change each year. To put it simply, a high turnover rate of 100% implies that the fund will most likely change all of its holdings during the year. So if you have any gains, they're probably all going to be categorized as short-term capital gains and not long-term capital gains. So here's what you do strategically. Higher turnover funds should be allocated to your qualified accounts in IRAs. Low turnover funds should be used in your after-tax accounts. You need to pay attention to the tax effect of turnover ratio. This is part of an analysis that we do for all of our clients. The tax bill for your investment fund can be an unpleasant surprise. Unlike owning individual securities, individual stocks, where you decide when it's sold, and you pay the capital gains tax when you do, with an investment fund, a big fund that you own with others, you may, owe, you may owe Uncle Sam even if you don't sell any stock or sell the shares you know, because the fund manager is doing so. So you've got to pay attention to turnover ratio. Put high turnover funds in your IRAs and low turnover funds in your after-tax brokerage accounts. All right, uh, moving on. Strategy number five, take advantage of tax credits. 
Do you know the difference between a tax deduction and a tax credit? A tax deduction allows you to shelter income from tax. A tax credit is a dollar-for-dollar reduction of your owed tax. For some investors, a credit can be upwards of two to three times more valuable than an investment that has a deduction. The New Markets Tax Credits, NMTC, is a federal program created under the Community Renewal Act of 2000 to stimulate economic and community development in America's low-income communities. The program, Section 45D of the Internal Revenue Code, provides investors with seven years of federal tax credits for making investments in a wide range of businesses located in low-income communities. The tax credits result in a dollar-for-dollar reduction of your tax liability. So in other words, let's say your tax you know, bill is expected to be 20000 and you have a $5,000 tax credit. Your tax owed is reduced by 5000 Whereas if you put money into a 401k and you get a deduction, let's say you put $10,000 into a 401k, that deduction benefit might only really help you about 3500 in terms of taxes. So credits are always more valuable than deductions. All right, if any of this is making sense to you, if you'd like to have something in your hands that you can reference – then I've got something for you. I've got an investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. I'm going to give it to you, but you got to call me at 800-682-2806. I'm also going to give you nine essential strategies of the truly wealthy. It's an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. Both are yours, but you got to be proactive. Call us at 800-682-2806. Again, that's toll-free, 800-682-2806. Two eight zero six. I'll give you our latest, brand new, never been seen before investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? Eleven must know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. Uh, all you got to do is call me eight hundred six eight two two eight zero six. All right. In the next half of the show, I'm going to talk about as the hour ends a strategy that might be able to uh, allow you to sell your highly appreciated stocks in the last five years and pay no capital gains. That and more. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. Paying taxes. We all know the saying, it's one of the two things that you're going to experience whether you like it or not. But really, does it have to be so painful? Are there better ways to look at your retirement options and the tax liabilities from a more uncommon perspective? Surely you pay what you need to pay. It's the right thing to do. But the real question is, what is that? There are valid considerations to make that you may not be aware of. You don't know what you don't know. How do the other guys do it? What about those with greater liabilities? Is there more you can do? Yes. That's why you should give Davis Financial Advisors a call to receive the latest investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. Get a second opinion. Call now, 1-800-682-2806, online at davisfinancialadvisors.com. Be prepared for more of those things you're going to need to take notes on. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio. Talking about your money, your retirement accounts, your investments, all things financial, of course, all things uncommon. As always, I have a reputation to uphold. (laughs) And today, today, I'm talking to you about taxes. Uh, Are you paying too much? Do you think you should be paying less? Would you like to know strategies that might help you with your tax burden? Well, then this is the discussion for you, and I've got something you should call and receive right now. Um, It's called our latest investor's guide, Are You Paying Too Much Tax? Question 11, must know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. I'm going to send you that if you call me at 800-682-2806. 
I'm also going to send you our latest Davis Financial Advisors white paper, Nine Essential Strategies of the Truly Wealthy. It's an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. Both are yours if you phone us at 800-682-2806. All right, so moving on. Uh, Strategy number seven. We've gone through six. We're now on to seven. Find a fund, a health savings account, an often overlooked extremely beneficial tax strategy. You know that tax-free growth is pretty good. It's a pretty good way to boost your wealth building over time. Yet nearly two-thirds of Americans in charge of making health benefit decisions for their families don't understand how health savings accounts can help them. HSAs let you sock away money for medical expenses, but their real appeal is as long-term savings plans for retirement. When couples may need to set aside as much as $220,000 for health expenses, that's according to Fidelity, contributions... Uh, which are up to 6550 for couples this year and 3300 for singles, are pre-tax. Money grows tax-sheltered, and withdrawals from medical expenses are tax-free. From a tax perspective, I believe that HSAs are one of the best savings vehicles out there. You need a high-deductible health plan, at least 2500 for families and 1200 for singles, to be eligible. But with the average deductible on a typical employer-sponsored plan at 1850 for families, more Americans qualify today. Invest funds set aside for long-term health expenses in the future using an HSA. So that's another tax strategy for you. Strategy number eight, do you have investment gains on a deferred annuity? If so, you could consider annuitizing the annuity. Do you own a non-qualified annuity? Annuity has nothing to do with an IRA. An often overlooked benefit of annuities is annuitization, a stream. In other words, a stream of income. You're basically turning a chunk of money into a stream of income. In a non-qualified annuity, each annuitized payment represents a combination of two things, earnings and a return of your principal. Only the earnings portion of an annuitized payment is taxable. So... This is in contrast to simple withdrawal. So, for example, let me let me simplify it. Um, if you take money out of an annuity and there's gains, the first thing that comes out are those gains. So, for example, if you made an investment in a non-qualified annuity of 100000 that then grew to a value of 150000 under normal circumstances, any distribution from that, any periodic or infrequent withdrawal, would be distributed as, as the $50,000 worth of gains first. They call it LIFO accounting, L-I-F-O. Think of it this way. Last in is the first out. The last thing that comes into a non-qualified annuity is the income or the gains. This would make the withdrawal of the $50,000 fully taxable at ordinary income tax rates. Because annuities are tax deferred, when you take the money out, they're taxed at ordinary income rates. However, let's assume instead of taking kind of infrequent payments, you chose to annuitize the annuity, turn it into a stream of income of, let's say, $1,500 a month. The monthly income payments would be categorized as both income and principal. In our example, you know, a thousand of that income would be tax-free as it's considered a return of your original principal, and the other five hundred dollars would be taxable because that's considered to be the gain. So, annuization helps to stream that out over a long period of time, which may help reduce your tax burden. Strategy number nine: donate a dud. Another great way to reduce your tax bill is to make charitable contributions by donating underperforming stocks. If you are planning to make cash donations, donate appreciated stock rather than cash. You can potentially get a tax deduction and avoid paying capital gains on your donation. 
As long as you make a contribution to a qualified charitable organization, they will not have to pay taxes on the appreciated stock. There are no long-term or short-term capital gains taxes due to you, and you can deduct the current fair market value up to 30% of your adjusted gross income. So you might want to consider donating a dud. Strategy number 10, have you ever considered funding a charitable remainder trust with a highly appreciated asset? What is a CRT, a charitable remainder trust? Now, when I explain this, don't turn the dial because you need to keep listening. All right. Sometimes the best way to get outside of the uh, tax liability is to give something away. You can donate it, right? A charitable remainder trust is an arrangement in which property often or money or stocks, anything that has a high appreciation to it, is donated to a charity. But the donor called the grantor continues to use the property and to receive income from it while living. Uh, what did I just say? Well, giving something away, but yet allowing you the opportunity to generate income from it for the rest of your life. So in other words, the charity receives the benefit of it when you and your spouse are gone. The grantor avoids any capital gains tax on the donated assets. So let's say you had highly appreciated real estate. You could donate that and avoid the depreciation recapture and the long-term capital gain tax. Or you could have investments that have highly appreciated values now with this five-year run-up in the market. You could donate stock and have no capital gain liability and then get to keep the income for the rest of your life. So the donor uh, also gets an income tax deduction for the fair market value of the remainder interest with a discount for how much time the charity has to wait. Getting kind of heady here, but the idea is that you get to continue to service and or receive income from the investment, and the charity ultimately gets the asset when you pass away. So this can be a great strategy with a highly appreciated asset. While the con contribution is irrevocable, in other words, when you make that donation, you can't go back and do it again. You can't unwind it. The grantor may have some control over the way the assets are invested. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have highly appreciated real estate. Uh, you'd like to get rid of taxes, tenants, and toilets. You might want to consider donating that, selling it, and then you get to manage that money, that remaining money, and then generate income from it. And all along the way, you get to keep that income and you got a tax deduction. Might be right up your alley. Well, if any of this is making sense to you, I've got all of this in my latest investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. I'll give it to you if you call it. 800-682-2806. Again, toll-free, 800-682-2806. I'm also going to give you our latest white paper, Nine Essential Strategies of the Truly Wealthy. It's an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. Both are yours, but you've got to be proactive. You've got to call me now. 800-682-2806. Now, when I return... I'm going to talk about a strategy that might allow you to sell some of your highly appreciated stock after this five-year run-up in the markets and pay no long-term capital gains tax. You heard it right. That and more. Sean Davis, Uncommon Investments. Taxes, taxes, taxes. We all have to pay them, or at least it seems we all should have to pay something. Some pay more than others, if you know what I mean. However, that doesn't mean we can't explore legitimate and creative ways to reduce our tax burden. Imagine what that might allow you to do. Take a vacation that you've put off. Spend time with the kids or grandkids. If you recover tax money that would have been lost otherwise, that money has a chance to impact your life today in tangible ways. Taxes are necessary for the benefit of the greater good. But we would always like to pay less if possible. 
If you agree, then call right now to get Davis Financial Advisors' latest investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. It's important to get educated, and it's important to surround yourself with advisors that are creative and think outside the box. Get a second opinion. Call now, 1-800-682-2806. Again, 1-800-682-2806. Welcome back to the show. Sean Davis on your radio, talking about your money, your retirement accounts, your investments, all things financial, of course, all things uncommon, as always, and you caught me talking about taxes, tax strategies, how to reduce your taxes. Do you think you're paying too much in tax? If so, you're not alone. That's why I've got a latest investor's guide, brand new investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. It's yours, but you got to be proactive. you got to call me right now, 800-682-2806. Again, toll-free, 800 800- 682-2806. I'll give you that latest investor's guide. Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. I'm also going to give you nine essential strategies of the truly wealthy, an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. Both are yours if you call us at 800-682-2806. All right. So I've talked about 10 strategies thus far of 11. I'm going to talk about the 11th right now, and then we're going to talk about how you can uh, use this information I've shared with you today. All right, so strategy number 11, sell your long-term capital gains holdings and pay potentially no long-term capital gains tax. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Just because you might be wealthy does not mean you necessarily have a high income. And if you don't have a high income but have huge investment gains, do not fret because you can sell and pay potentially no tax. You heard that right. There's no, nada, nothing, zilch, zero capital gains tax on the sale of assets held for more than a year if your income meets a couple of very specific categories or parameters. It's not for every investor. Some young investors have been expressly excluded from the 0% option. Others, such as Social Security recipients, could find that untaxed capital gains might mean new or additional taxes on their retirement benefits. But the first, and for most of the biggest, hurdle to overcome is the earnings limit. Individuals in the two lowest tax brackets, 10% and 15%, so what is your tax bracket? Individuals in the two lowest tax brackets, 10% and 15%, can sell long-term assets and potentially escape any capital gain taxes due. While the percentages are low, when you consider dollar terms, the amounts look a bit more feasible. So the 15% bracket for tax year 2014 goes up to $36,900 for a single filer, $49,400 for a head of household, or $73,800 for a married couple filing a joint return. So the upper end of the 15% tax bracket is either 36,949 or 73,800 depending on whether you're single, head of household or married filing joint. Even if you make more than a maximum for your filing status, you still might be able to take advantage of the 0% rate. The reason? The cutoff amounts are taxable income, not the larger adjusted gross income amount. Taxable income, that amount on which you figure how much you owe Uncle Sam is reached by starting with your gross or total income and subtracting any adjustments, also known as the above-line deductions. Your deductions, either standard or itemized, and your personal exemptions. Depending upon your deductions, your gross income could be substantially more than the income threshold, but you'd still be eligible for the zero tax rate. 
If you qualify for the zero tax rate, congratulations. Thank George W. Because the 0% rate was part of the so-called Bush tax cuts, many of which are still in the books. So what does this mean to you as an individual investor out there? How do you use the material and the discussion that I've had with you today to be beneficial to you? Be creative and coordinate and combine the strategies for better tax-efficient investment maneuvers. So let me give you an example. This is where it's important to think outside the box, right? For example, let's assume that you have $100,000 of income with a moderate net worth, and you're concerned about the tax liability of five years' worth of gains in the stock market. In other words, you'd like to reposition and sell some of your highly appreciated investment assets, but don't want to hit or get triggered with a large, huge tax bill. Let's also assume that you desire greater investment diversification and are open to qualify for making tax-deductible energy investments, and energy investments are suitable for your situation. So that's a lot to assume, but let's assume all that. So what can you do? Combine strategy number six with strategy number 11. You could consider making a tax-deductible energy investment sufficient enough to create a tax-deduction benefit that would get your combined adjusted gross income down to, let's say, 50000 as a married couple. In our example, the tax deduction benefit would have to be at least 50000 to do that. But if you can get your combined married filing jointly income below the highest income level allowed to stay in the 15% tax bracket, which is 73800 then you could sell your long-term highly appreciated stock and stay under the limit necessary to pay zero tax. Yep, you heard it. Now, to be clear, you can only shelter the difference between your income, in our example, that's 50 grand, and the top of the 15% bracket, which is 73.8. So that's still up to 23,800 in long term capital gains tax that you could potentially shelter. It's creative and tax beneficial. Once again, please consult with your own tax professional before making any decisions that have onerous tax consequences. Also, investments in energy can be quite speculative and involve significant risks such as loss of entire investment, no liquidity, and no secondary market. Here's another example. One more. Sean, give us another one. Okay, I will. I like to think outside the box. Let's say you own 10 rental homes, all with substantial long-term capital gains of various amounts. Let's also assume that you've become tired of dealing with taxes, tenants, and toilets. You'd like to sell some or a majority of your properties, but you're concerned about the tax liability. Well, you could consider combining strategy number 10 to mimic strategy number eight in our discussion. Here's how it could work. You could select the three or four properties with the largest and most significant gains, your investment properties with the largest gains. Donate those properties to a charitable remainder trust. The CRT would then be obligated to pay you an income for life. This, in essence, creates an income stream for life like an annuity. Secondarily, with the tax deduction for the charitable gift of three or four properties, you could potentially wipe out the tax burden created from selling a majority of your other properties conventionally. In other words, the properties that might not have had as significant a tax gain as the properties you donated could be sold, and that smaller tax liability could be substantially mitigated or offset by the CRT tax credit. I know, a bit heady, but really strategic if you ask me. So if any of this at all makes sense to you, if you, the idea of paying less tax, if you like thinking outside the box, if you'd like to have something that you can discuss with your CPA or accountant, or if you'd just like to know what else is available out there, then I'd encourage you to do one thing. Call me right now. Uh, here's the number, 800-682-2806. I'm going to give you two things if you call me right now. I'm going to give you an investor's guide 
Are you paying too much tax? 11 must-know tax reduction strategies of the wealthy. That's what I've been talking about all show. You can get caught up to speed by calling now to get that. I'm also going to throw in nine essential strategies of the truly wealthy. It's an investor's guide to investing similar to the super rich. That's also yours, but you got to do one thing. Write this number down right now. You can call it now. You can call it later, but here's the number. 800-682-2806. It's toll-free. 800-682-2806. My team's standing by. They're going to ask you a few brief, simple questions. Helps us to get a snapshot of what you're doing, and then we'll send this information out to you today via regular mail or email, whichever you prefer. And if you'd like to sit down with us, and sit down with a uh, creative guy like me to brainstorm different ideas, then we'd be happy to, to do that as well. Uh, my team will call you a little later today and see if you might be interested in doing that. Okay, So I hope you've felt benefited by this show. I hope it made an impact. I hope you learned something because that's always the goal. And rest assured, I'll be back here same time, same place next week to talk more about your money. My name's Sean Davis. This has been Uncommon Investments and Resources. Different types of investing involve varying degrees of risk, including market fluctuation, possible loss of principal value, or liquidity. There can be no assurance that any investment strategy will be profitable. The show is now over. What are you going to do? You can certainly do nothing and expect the same thing as last year and the year before that. Or you can look at your situation and say, can I make a difference this year? Will my retirement taxes be reduced if I dig a little deeper and ask a few more questions? Are there other things that can be done? Should I really ask those questions I just heard during the show? Imagine what a difference it might make to reduce your worry. The stock market isn't the only option you need to pay attention to. Taxes can eat away at your retirement income. All the answers may not be easy to come by, but what Davis Financial Advisors are doing is more diversified and strategic than what most people are doing today. As you've heard in the show, this is not your typical investment firm. Be proactive and learn about what else is out there. Let Davis Financial Advisors take a look and give you a second opinion. Call now, 1-800-682-2806, online at davisfinancialadvisors.com.